What's going on, everybody? Happy Monday. Hopefully, you guys had a good weekend. As always, like Jason Derulo, I'm riding solo, bitches. <laughs> it's become the norm. I'm used to it at this point. Oh, my goodness. It was Monday. It is Monday. I think it's still Monday. I'm not 100% sure, but either way, it is the beginning of the week. Let's get this bitch started off right with a little nonsensical nonsense. If you guys aren't already, go ahead and check out them social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Get rid of that glare there. There we go. You can also come hang out with us live every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday, 7, 7, 15-ish, somewhere in that area, <laughs> on YouTube and Twitch. You can hang out in the chatters box, shoot the shit with us if you'd like. And if you can't join us live or if you miss the show and you want to get all caught up, well, you can head on over to Zencaster and uh, Spotify and everywhere you listen to podcasts at all at Nonsensical Nonsense Podcast. Give us a follow. Give us a listen. And if you'd be so kind. Give us a share. We're greatly relaxed. Words are hard, motherfuckers. I'm telling y'all. Words are hard. <laughs> Maestro Lando, what's going on, brother? How you doing? How you been? Oh, goodness. It's been a week. It, it, it's been an interesting uh, past few shows, to say the least. <laughs> People are going through some things. People are putting themselves through things. and uh, Unacceptable. Nah, you're good, brother. That's all that matters. <laughs> As long as you get your nonsensical fix. A little bit. Lots of changes in the in the pipe. But like I said, some people are going through some things. Some people are putting themselves through some things. Some people are just making stories up to get attention. Either way, we're still here. I'll still be here. Until the end of time. This is my life sentence. Podcasting forever. <laughs> But um, yeah, trying to change some things up, introducing some new faces, introducing some new voices. It's not taking it so it's not as demanding on some folks. Apparently, I asked too much. I don't know. <laughs> it is what it is. Anywho, what up, motherfucker? What the deal, yo, is. But there's all kinds of crazy shit going on. I got lots to talk about. <laughs> um, gonna get right. Just let's just jump right into it. As if California didn't already have enough problems with all the libtards and and all the other crazy the crimes. And apparently, you can steal up to I don't know what is it two or three thousand dollars worth of stuff before they even do anything. Well, as we kind of talked about Friday, or Saturday, I'm sorry, that Hurricane Hillary was getting ready to come up and smack the um, 
Appreciate the share there, Chris. Wow, geez, Louise. Um, getting ready to uh, smack Southern California. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. I appreciate that, guys. I truly do. I like the uh, the real supporters. They're, they're, they're few and far between. Speaking of support, before I jump into these news stories, I always seem to – I don't forget until do it later, but I'm, I want to start doing it in the beginning of the show. Um, go, go check out some of our friends. Um, We've got Sunday Night Smoke, Sundays at 7 on YouTube. You got my man, Steven. <laughs> now that I, I, I can't, I, Steven Jarvis and Friends Podcast, he's on YouTube and Facebook and, and, and uh, Instagram. You can check him out. Check out his shows. Dizzy, host of the Lazy Ass Podcast. You can also catch him on 1025 The Bone every day of the week, damn there, uh, in some capacity. Late Night Parent with my man Ted Hicks. He's doing his thing. He usually has Brian on there and Tony pops in there and, um, you know, other cast of characters. Fireman Rich doing that morning coffee. Mondays, Wednesdays, and uh, and uh, Fridays on Twitch. You can catch the replays on YouTube. It's like 5 o'clock in the morning. I'm not up that early, so I'm normally catching the replays, but... Um, he's got a good show going on over there. Our guys are over at the Scumbag Lounge. You can check them out. Brand new episodes every Wednesday on Spotify. You can also follow them on Instagram and all the socials at Scumbag Lounge. And then Tony D. He's got Fantasy Belt Kings. Or Belt Kings Fantasy Football. My bad. I apologize. And he does a music show as well. Doesn't have a name though, but I will tell you this much: his social medias are a lot; they are a plenty. Follow us on our social media and find him. He follows us. He's been tagged in them, and go follow him. That way, you'll know when he's live doing whatever it is he's doing. <laughs> you can also catch him on Sunday Night Smoke and Late Night Parenting and a whole mess of other shows because he's. He has an addiction. <laughs> but uh, get some shout-outs out there. Let everybody know. Friends friends of the show and friends in the podcasting world. Why are we? I don't care. I'm not even on that. I was literally on that app for 30 damn seconds. But anyways, what I was saying about Southern California, you know, they had Hurricane Hillary, which I, I guess was um, – at one point in Cat Five, I think it, um, I think it kind of dumbed down to a tropical storm. But um, it was the first tropical storm in more than eighty years that California had gotten a hurricane or, or anything like that. What? I don't know either. Um. But if the hurricane wasn't enough, yesterday evening, afternoon, most of the night on X, 
Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it. Hurricane was trending. Hashtag Hurricane was trending. Down in um, Southern California, a earthquake hit. And it was a 5.1. I don't know. I'm assuming that's pretty bad. That sounds pretty fucking bad. I don't really know how the um, the uh, earthquake-o-meter works. But uh, <laughs> that sounds pretty bad when you're already dealing with, with, uh, with the hurricane smacking you in the face as well. Um, but the, you know, obviously, it shook residents when it sh uh, shook parts. It was down in uh, Ventura and Los Angeles County. Um. Uh, the quake was centered near Oja. I hope I said that right. Any Californians that listen to me, let me know. Go ahead and yell at me if I didn't say it right. Uh, about 80 miles northwest of Los Angeles. Um, according to the USGS, the agency said there was at least six aftershocks of 3.0 or greater. So not only are you getting just absolutely smacked in the mouth, by a hurricane, which I don't know if you guys have seen any of the videos or any of the pictures. Uh, the Reds were supposed to play the Dodgers today. Dodger Stadium looks like an island. Um, i seen some video on TikTok. There was a guy who who's a plumber by trade. The water was every bit of, un, you know, just... On it from his front porch, every bit of looked like waist deep, almost to, to chest deep. I mean, they really got they got smacked hard. And I can only, you know, we know, you know, we know what kind of a damage an earthquake can do. We know what kind of damage a hurricane can do. I think this is God's way of saying, go away, California. <laughs> if you believe in that kind of stuff. If you believe in the spaghetti monster in the sky. Well. <laughs> Wildfires, mudslides, hurricanes, earthquakes, you name it. They're getting it. And I seen today that um, I was reading... I was reading an article, uh, speaking of na uh, natural or unnatural disasters, depending upon how you feel about certain things. Down in my, Maui, the death toll has risen to over 114 casualties so far. That is crazy. And I say, depending on what you believe in, because, of course, the conspiracy theorists are, <laughs> are out. It's like, well, you know, uh, Oprah, blah, 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 and, da, 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 and their properties are perfectly fine. And now big, big realtors are coming in and trying to buy all these burn up properties. Jaded, maybe. <laughs> maybe walking around with aluminum foil hats. I, I don't know, man. That's that's. That's pretty dirty if, if that turns out to be the case. You know, I know there's a lot of scummy ass, shady individuals in this world, but goddamn, that's that's just dirty. But uh, no, like I said, man, that shit's going on in California. It's wild. The the 
the amount of flood damage and how much water is everywhere. And, um, excuse me. It is me. But, um, and even with that, they're saying that it's the fake news that there's no hurricane and there's no earthquakes and there's there's no flooding and there's there's no damage that it was all old pictures and from different areas that weren't even California and yada yada yada. I don't know. Make your own decisions, I guess. But world's going crazy, man. Like everything Mother Nature is fighting back, y'all. We are we are on a just my not really a personal opinion. It's just I guess you can call it an opinion. It's not really factual, but we we are on a disaster course straight to oblivion. Because mother mother nature is getting mad and she is fighting back. Animals are fighting back. We've talked on this show about um the whales and then the sharks and shit just randomly attacking shit and going after shit for, for no fucking reason. And the whales are getting gangster as fuck because they've like there's like rolling around in packs and shit, <laughs> fucking, fucking with everybody and everything. We're doomed, people. We're doomed. The doomsday clock is getting very close to zero. And I'm not talking about a nuclear war. I'm talking about the planet taking back. Finally had enough of our shiznit. I want to get into that later on. Um, <laughs> our uh, leader, I guess you can call him that has finally made his way down to uh, Maui. Oh, I just lost all my... Uh... There it is. I had a whole ass... There we go. I had a whole ass page of stuff that I had saved, and then it went away. All right, let's get into the actual crazy in this world. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. You guys have heard us talk about um, on the show several times. Um, Al Capone's uh, Miami Beach Mansion. Um, early, early on in the show. Uh, very beginning, we talked about how some jerk-off realtor had um, purchased it, and he was going to just just demolish it and um, build some some fancy high-rise or apartment complex or whatever condo building or whatever on top of it. And then uh, early last year maybe mid last year or whatever, we brought up the fact that um, the house was 
was purchased from the guy, and they, you know, uh, because it is a quote unquote considered a historical landmark, and that a, I think it was like some kind of weird, not weird, but some kind of group, um, not necessarily the historical society or whatever, but a group nonetheless. They had gotten the money together to purchase it, and they were going to begin renovations to try to save the house. And open it up as a, as a, uh, like a like a museum. And as most of us know, if you're from America, or if you follow uh, true crime or mob mafia type stuff, Al Capone was a notorious uh, gangster, quote unquote gangster. And you know, after years and years and years and years of trying to. Um, uh, like get him, get him on something to arrest him and send him to jail. They finally got him on tax of, of all the stuff that he did. He was he was around in the prohibition days and and all that stuff. Out of all the bad things, the terrible things that Capone did, they got him on fucking tax evasion. Um. He did time out and 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 Alcatraz, but uh, he actually died in his house once he once he got out of prison and everything like that. He moved back to Miami, and this is the house that he died in in 1947. Um, unfortunately, despite all the efforts and despite raising money and stuff like that. You know, as we talked about previously, the house was below sea level. It had some damage, structural damage, this, that, and the other thing. Um, unfortunately, their efforts failed. And uh, earlier last week, or earlier this yeah, last week, they demolished the house. So... I know it's not really cool to like, in a way, kind of praise Al Capone, blah, blah, blah. But I mean, he's a major historical fi uh, figure in American history, especially during like the Prohibition days and, and, and um, you know, he was one of Chicago's top crime bosses. So it's one of those things. It's 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 history at the end of the day. Whether you know whether good or bad, unfortunately, it's history, and it's a damn shame to see the house go. I mean, the house was almost 100 years old. He bought the place in uh, in 1928, a little over 30,000 square feet. I would love to know how much he bought the place for in 1928, um, because I know. In recent, it's gone for several million dollars. In the article, basically kind of what I said, um, South Florida Preservations um, tried to save it. What we believe is that we need to remember all the different parts of our history, whether they are good or bad. Um, 
Daniel Serraldo, executive director of the Miami Design Preservation League, told the newspaper, this is now a cautionary tale of what happens when we don't have the right protections and incentives in place to do so. Uh, what? Um, so I did all that, and then I placed the order, and it took me to that. So I don't know if like, we pay for the pictures when we get there. Probably. I just had me freaking out for a minute. Yeah, but eight pictures for $3. Sweet. I know. That's awesome. It is awesome. Congratulations. I'm so happy. I'll let you know when they're done. Okay. All right. Okay. Love you, Love you too. That was so worth interrupting this show. <laughs> um, so yeah, the residents had a main house, a guest building, and a pool house. According to the Herald, it had nine bedrooms, six bathrooms, two half bathrooms, Property records or property records show the six thousand seventy-seven uh, square foot residence sat on a oh sorry thirty thousand square foot lot, according to property records. So the house was almost sixty-one hundred square feet, but it sat on a thirty thousand foot uh, square or thirty thousand square foot lot. Um. The mobster's wife, May Capone, sold the residence in 1952. The Herald reported the property was sold in 1921, or 1921, sorry, 2021, to 93 Palm Residents LCC, managed by Coral Gables accountant uh, Tony Alum for $15.5 million. So that's what it sold for two years ago. Like I said, I would really like to know what he bought it for. Unfortunately, it doesn't say um, in this article. But that's a damn shame that, uh, you know, and I, with my background in, in construction and stuff like that, I really enjoy uh, architectural designs, especially in the older houses. Um, I like seeing the influence. Because you can, and I'm no expert, I just know a little bit about a little bit, you know, you can tell um, in different designs where they found their, their inspiration and motivation from, whether it be from like the old uh, uh, Spanish influences, uh, like the houses that are made out of adobe walls and they have different designs and stuff, you know, the, the rounded doorways and rounded clay tile roofs or whatever, or the old Victorian style homes or modern, quote unquote, modern. Um, so it's a shame to see a house that as old as that, because personally, I would have liked to gone down and really gotten a chance to take a tour of it and see it. Uh, yeah, I got kind of swole when I lived in Charleston because I had all them fucking houses that are 200 years old or, or older. And, uh, you know, I get to Peek around at them all the time. <laughs> that was kind of my little, my little nerd thing there. Um, doo -doo -doo. so 
you know, we don't really dive too much into too too much into the political stuff. But I know there's a lot of you guys who do. I know there's a lot of you guys who are all in. You're all in. You're invested, whether you're Team Trump, Team Biden, whatever the case may be. Um, good chunk of you guys are probably following this uh, Trump case, regardless of who you voted for, or who you like or don't like, or anything else. Um, judge is really trying to break Trump's pocket. And because um, bail was set for uh, $200,000 <laughs> uh, today, this evening, or earlier this afternoon in Georgia. Uh, basically, the, uh, the racketeering case, um, I don't know what, I don't even know what number of bullshit that, that, they got him trumped up on. Sorry, <laughs> it was a lame pun, pun but no, nonetheless, um, I know there's all kinds of bullshit. With, but um, so, racketeering case charged the former president and 18 allies with uh, election interference uh, in the state during 2020 election. The bail arraignment or agreement, sorry. Uh, called a constant order, set strict rules for Trump's release. So basically, with the $200,000 bail, Trump is prohibited from communicating with witnesses or co-defendants about the case, except through his attorneys. According to the newspaper, he is not allowed to... <laughs> Gee, I wonder what side this paper is on. According... To the newspaper, says the newspaper, he is not allowed to intimidate witnesses or co-defendants. Hmm. Wonder who that paper sides with. Uh, Trump is also forbidden from making any direct or indirect threat of any nature against the community or to any property in the community, including in post on social media or repost of posts by others on social media. So basically they, you know, they're here's if you want to get out, pay two hundred thousand dollars and follow these fucking rules. And I've said it for years. Take this fucking man's social media away from him. Give him like give him like we like we do our kids an allotted time limit, supervised, and 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 put keywords in there so that if he, he can't if keywords come up, he, he automatically gets whatever he's about to tweet or post on Facebook or whatever gets deleted, and he wasn't allowed to. I don't know. Not ever. I, mean, I I don't know. I'm not really ever on Twitch, so I don't know Tony D. Um, take his take it. Give him social media limits. Rental. Very strict parental controls for the time being. <laughs> but um, with that, he also he also announced, uh, as we all know, that uh, the debates are coming up. And Trump confirmed uh, former President Donald Trump uh, on Sunday 
confirmed that he will not take part in the first Republican primary debate this week. Writing on his true social media platform, Trump said that he would not attend the debate Wednesday in Milwaukee. The public knows who I am and what a successful presidency I had. Trump wrote, I will therefore not be going to the debate. <laughs> He's such an arrogant fucking brick. I swear to God, he really is. But at the same time, I think with everything going on in this court case and, and whatnot like that, um, he's he's got enough popularity and, and, and enough, I guess you could say, people behind him. It's probably not going to hurt him if he misses one or two and focuses on this court case and and all in and that situation and get that out of the freaking way because again it's one of those things where Biden and his minions or what's her nuts that's 170,000 years old in the in the house her and her minions just throw it literally just throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks and nothing's stuck to this point, and they're going to continue to do it um, and make themselves look foolish. Instead of being worried about running the country, taking care of American citizens, we want to fucking spend all of our time and energy and effort on, on fucking with the big bad wolf, Donald Trump. Oh, my God. Fucking all politicians are fucking idiots. <sighs> Makes my fucking head hurt. Speaking of uh, making my head hurt, um, I don't know how many of you guys are sports fans or whatever that, um, Listen to the show here, but um, New Orleans State's tight end Jimmy Graham, uh, who was arrested, he was arrested Friday night out in California, was experiencing a um, a uh, medical a medical episode, and, and they have sorry, I put the bad quotes up there when he was detained by police and hospitalized. Uh, Graham, 36, beginning his 13th season in the NFL, was arrested in Newport Beach after police found him. Wandering in traffic, he was booked on suspicion of being under the influence of a controlled substance, according to the Newport Beach Police Department. Um, Graham, who was drafted by the Saints in the third round of 2010, um, returned to New Orleans this year after Saints, or after a stint with the Seahawks, 2015 to 2017, the Packers. 1819 and the Bears from 2021, according to. Just kind of goes on about his career. Uh, it says uh, Graham experienced a medical episode last evening, which resulted in him becoming disorientated. And the Saints said in a statement Saturday he was taken into custody, blah, 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 uh, transported to the local hospital for evaluation. So um, that's kind of scary. I don't know what's going on with Jimmy Graham. They really don't go into details on here. Um, that's kind of scary, man. 
you know, especially, you know, um, you have what happened last year to um, the gentleman from the Bills. Um, the game between the Packers and and um, the Patriots this past weekend. It's only preseason. Uh, but that game was called after a serious injury on the field. Um, I don't know what happened there. I, there was a collision, and yeah, I felt a little. I don't know if he passed out or just collapsed on the field or, or what happened. Uh, but I know they called the game because of it. Um, like I said, no big deal. It's, it's it's preseason. You definitely want to take care of these these athletes. Um, you know, you want to make sure they're take, properly taken care of, getting the right medical treatment, all that jazz. Because um, definitely don't want to see a repeat from last year where – Tua came back. Now, Tony and I kind of discussed this, and we have different thoughts and feelings. I think he came back a little bit too early from his injuries. Tony seems to think that he needs to be locked in a bubble and <laughs> protected for the rest of his life and give up football. But just give him the proper time to heal. Uh, they said it earlier this uh, offseason um, – Joey, Bur uh, Joey B, Joe Burrows, tweaked his, tweaked his leg. And um, his teammate, Jamar Chase, came out and said, look, I don't plan on seeing him in the first week, maybe not even the second week, probably not even the third week, because most importantly, we want to make sure he's 100% healthy when he comes back. We'll be fine without him for a couple of games, and I agree with that sentiment. Uh, you, you, you should um, want your guys to be 100% healthy before they're back on the field, so. You don't risk any other future injuries. But this Jimmy Graham situation, um, that could turn into – that could probably turn into uh, something a little bit more serious. Uh, you know, I'd like to know what they found or or uh, what the issue was. I don't know. Every time uh, football players start acting out of pocket, the first thing they say is CTE. CTE, and I know it's a very serious thing. It's a very real thing. It's head trauma, man. So, gotta take care of yourself, gentlemen. Get your mind and body right. Twitch is based on internet speed. That's what I thought as well, Mistro. Ted Hicks, what's going on, brother? And, uh, in other sports news, my guys up in Michigan, we got that whole debacle going on, which the NCAA disciplinary committee really kind of shot themselves in the face. Um, you know, Jim Harbaugh did investigated for something to do with recruits when it was during COVID. I, I don't know the full story. Supposedly he bought a cheeseburger or somebody. I don't know what the whole full story situation is. Maybe we'll figure it out as we get into this article here. Um, but uh, 
So originally it was a four-game suspension. NCAA dead set to make an example. If don't make an example of out of Saban, who's been caught cheating a bazillion times. You know, don't make an example of any of those guys. They're gonna come and fuck with the Big Ten like we always do. Uh, and I say that because I know what they did to Tress. I know what they did to uh, Finkel or Fickle, Ryan Fickle. I think it was Fickle. Uh, you know, I've seen what they've done to other countries in the Big Ten. But um, this president or vice president of the um, There really is. I just kind of, I just kind of grazed past that. I didn't want to go too deep into it. I just kind of grazed past it because I know everybody's paying attention to it right now. So, so I just kind of hit it, <laughs> as you say back in the day, hit it and quit it. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's it's the same bullshit as far as politics go. But, um. So it came out today, came out this evening that uh, Ann Arbor, uh, the University of Michigan on Monday, uh, levied a self-imposed three-game suspension for football coach Jim Harbaugh uh, to begin the 2023 season after alleged NCAA recruiting violations. In a statement, the university announced that Harbaugh will miss a season opener against East East Carolina uh, UNLV and Bowling Green. Call a spade a spade. Fluff games. Ah, I don't know if I'd sleep on UNLV, but you never know. You know, for the most part, they should be a fluff game. But nonetheless, uh, Harbaugh will return to the sidelines on the 23rd of September when the Wolverines open their Big Ten schedule at home uh, against the Rucker or against Rutgers. Harbaugh faces a level one violation for allegedly misleading NCAA investigators who began a probe of the Wolverines football program over several level one violations or level two violations for recruiting and off-field violations. So basically, in any incidents, once they find one thing, they start digging for more. Uh, while the ongoing NCAA matter continues to the NCAA process, today's announcement is our way of addressing mistakes that our department has agreed to in an attempt to further that process. Michigan Athletic Director Ward Manuel uh, said in a statement, we will continue to support Coach Harbaugh, his staff, and our outstanding student-athletes Per the NCAA guidelines, we cannot comment any further until the matter is resolved. Uh, Harbaugh said in a statement that I will continue to do what I always do, or to do what I always tell our players and my kids at home. Don't get better. Don't get bitter. Get better. So, um, then it just kind of goes on what they're going to do, this and the other thing. Um, but here's the, here's the catch 22 for me last week they had a meeting or whatever it was 
with the NCAA disciplinary disciplinary uh, committee. Didn't really see eye to eye. Didn't really. NCAA said the self-imposed um, suspensions weren't good enough. Blah blah blah. It was a four-game suspension, and that they would address it down the road. Well, after that meeting, I don't know if it was the president or vice president or who he was, somebody that was in there decided to take to Twitter and started to talk about the case and run his mouth and take shots at Jim Harbaugh. Well, from my understanding of the disciplinary trial with the NCAA, the jury, whatever they call them, committee, whatever that decides if guilty or not guilty, is not not supposed to know any details or or any the only people who are supposed to know any details are obviously the people involved that are being quote-unquote disciplined and the the court so to say before they go into like an actual trial we'll just dumb it down and you know and this and this cat is just putting all kinds of shit out there and taking shots, making all these goofy-ass side remarks. And in my opinion, I don't care who the coach is. If your lawyers were worth a damn and the college gave two shits and a fuck about you, yeah, fight it till the end of days. Because that was a direct violation of NCAA rules. I think it was like three uh, NCAA regulations that were, that were broken by that guy by going on social media and running his cocksucker trying to take cheap shots at, at Harbaugh. So I'm curious to see how that pans out because originally the four-game self-imposed suspension, NCAA said, nope, that's not good enough. Went from four to three? Hmm. Hmm, I say, hmm. Maybe out to more in the... Washington are getting ready to start. Kind of curious to uh, know if Washington is going to change their names back at all. Since the uh, GAGA or NAGA has gotten involved. But. Skirt. Uh-oh, done lost it. Oh, shit, where did it go? I did that it. Dad. Cash. I got two more Pokemon cards. Chris. What did Chris give you Pokemon cards for? Because we traded the block again. You traded what? A block? My toy block that he got. Oh my god. These kids in trading stuff out here. But I got some bad news for any of you Queen fans out there. It's a real sad day in the in the Queeniverse. 
apparently, Queen's Fat Bottom Girls is going to be taken off of its greatest hits collection aimed at youngsters. My my question here is, A, how are you aiming a Queen's Greatest Hits collection at youngsters? They regained popularity a few years back uh, with the release of Bohemian Rhapsody, that, uh, that Queen movie. I'm not the biggest Queen fan. I'm going to go ahead and say that right now. I'm not the biggest Queen fan. <sighs> yeah, I like a couple of their songs, but I mean, the, the dude wrote a fucking song about a goddamn bicycle. And it became a fucking hit. But uh, <laughs> so apparently uh, Fat Bottom Girls may make the rocking world go round and the band Queen's uh, homage to well-proportioned women, but the song the song won't make it to the group's greatest hits album, aimed at young people, according to Billboard. Well, we all know Billboard's a bunch of fucking twat waffles. I have something from Bill Billboard. We might get to tonight. Maybe we'll get to it Wednesday. Uh, Fat Bottom Girls, one of Queen's most famous songs, has been left off the band's greatest hits compilation that is now available on audio platform called. Yoto. Yotu? Yotu? I don't know what that is. Yotu offers a mobile audio device and programming for the... Oh, okay. Programming for the player that is aimed at young children. Oh, okay. <laughs> Take me down. <laughs> and the girls are green, huh? <laughs> the grass is pretty and the girls are green. Uh, Universal Music UK, which partnered with uh, Yotu to provide Queen's music on the platform, has yet to comment on why the song was not included, though the lyrics of the 1978 hit are considered a bit naughty. Uh, Yodo points out that the lyrics in some of these songs contain adult themes, including the occasional reference to violence and drugs. Um, the songs are the, are the original and unedited recording. Yoto or Yuto or whatever the hell you call yourselves. Have you ever listened to Queen at all? I mean, have you ever listened to music at all? Not all. I mean, you, you really have to dig deep to find music that does not have suggestive lyrics in one way, shape, or form in it. It's, it's just an ode to big booties. There's nothing wrong with that. Who doesn't like a big fat ass? Come on, man. I strongly recommend you just take Queen completely off of your platform. Again, I feel like they're overrated. Freddie Mercury, hell of a front man. I got to give him credit. But I think Queen's extremely overrated. That's just my personal. 
my personal opinion. Like I said, I will give Freddie Mercury credit for being one hell of a front man because guy can put on a show once you see him videos and whatnot. But as we learned from David Lee Roth, being a showman is only going to take you, and I love David Lee Roth, don't get me wrong, but being a showman is only going to take you so far. <laughs> uh, I got a whole bunch of other dumb shit that they got listed on there. as music. Nobody cares. Um, we're gonna get ready to take a break, and we're gonna get into some heavy, some heavy shit when we get when we uh, go to break, or when we come back from break. But, um, geez, Louise, what is going on here? But uh, yeah, no, like I said, I mean, I, it's just me. I'm not the biggest fan of Queen. Um, but I think they have. I mean, probably arguably one of their biggest hits, the song starts out with him confessing to his mom that he just shot a man. You don't take that song off? He said it's in its original unedited uh, form. Are you going to edit it and take it out? Ah, uh, fuck it. Stop censoring shit, you motherfucker. Stop censoring shit. Stop putting warning labels on everything. Good Lord, let people live. Don't tell me what I can and can't listen to. Don't tell me I can't drink bleach if I don't if I want to drink bleach. Let me live my best life, goddammit. But anywho. Speaking of living your best life. One of the key elements in living your best life is proper hydration. Want to make sure that you're getting the right amount of hydration so that you feel good. You're not feeling all sluggish, dragging ass, especially in these hot temperatures. I mean, it, it was 90-some degrees outside today. It would make you sweat and, and take your breath away as soon as you walk out the door. Maybe you're going to the gym on a regular basis, and you think that uh, these are overpriced Sports drinks are going to properly hydrate you. Well, they're not. I'll tell you who is going to properly hydrate you. They're our good friends over at Liquid IV. They're going to get you hydrated just right. I mean, they got two times faster than water alone and three times the electrolytes of those overpriced sports drinks that I already mentioned. Not to mention the fact that, but they come in all kinds of tasty flavors. My new favorite is probably the strawberry and the golden cherry. Now, I do got watermelon on the way, and I'm anxiously awaiting that uh, that watermelon. I, I'm really hoping it's going to be good. But there's plenty more flavors to choose from. Pineapple, peach, grape, acai, berry, tropical. You know, all kinds of, all kinds of good stuff. You can't go wrong. So head on over to liquidiv.com. Place your order, and when you get ready to pay for it, go ahead and use our promo code Words of Heart. We're going to save you 20% off your order and get your hydration right. 
With that being said, take a real quick break. Enjoy a little music <coughs> from um, you know what? Let's uh, let's 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 do um, let's do uh, my goddamn bass with his cover of uh, Steve Perry's "Oh Sherry."
friends. Thank you very much for watching. Sorry. Can I use some of your Kobe Jack to make sandwiches for my mom? Nope. Get out of here. Please. Welcome back to the show. I don't care. Thank you. <laughs> that was not me sliding into the seat right as the song was ending and then being rudely interrupted by my daughter as I'm trying to start to show back up. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. This is nonsensical nonsense. You're stuck with me alone tonight. Oh, solo dolo glick over here. Rocking this bitch out. But as the old saying goes, show must go on. And we all know I'm the real MVP. I'm the real star. Anyways, those guys, they're just, uh, just extras in the background. <laughs> I say shit like that because I know it'll get back and other people will take it out of context and quote me because they don't got nothing better to do with their lives. Anywho, you can find us everywhere. We're not hard to find. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. You can uh, hang out with us live every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday on YouTube or Twitch. Yeah. YouTube's a good one to go to. Yeah, Twitch is all right, but YouTube's right. That's where the money is. Not not like literally money, but you know what I mean. And if you enjoy us live or if you miss an episode, you can go ahead and check us out everywhere. You listen to podcasts at Zencaster, Spotify, Apple, Google, all at Nonsensical Nonsense Podcast. Super easy to find. Once you find one, hit the link in the bio. That's going to take you to our bio link and give you all of our information, including our sponsors. I'm going to give you the link and the promo code, which is not hard. Swords are hard. That's our promo code for everything. You can use that at Dubby for your for your energy needs, get your energy drinks. You can use the liquid IV, get you hydrated. You can always use it at uh, Blendjet if you want to get you a new Blendjet too. You know, you make smoothies and protein shakes and margaritas on the go anytime, anyplace, anywhere. And if you're a podcaster and, uh, either starting out brand new or been in the game for a minute and you're looking for some place that's going to help you help you grow and distribute it relatively easy, Zencaster will take care of you. But all those links are there. All of our social medias are there. Hell, you can Google us and find the bio link. It ain't that hard. But anywho, NTU, I told you when we come back, I kind of wanted to Kind of wanted to go a little, a little bit dark in this, uh, in this second hour, if you will. Uh, lots of crazy things going on in, in the news this week, as far as crime and stuff like that goes. Um, let me give you a couple appetizers before we get into the main dish, because um, uh, main dish is something else, especially if you're over in the UK or over in Europe. Uh, you, you guys are probably hearing a lot about this, but um, first and foremost. Um, the um, actor Michael K. Williams, who was in The Wire, and it's probably one of his best known roles was from The Wire. The uh, drug dealer who uh, sold him the fentanyl laced heroin or heroin that um, 
that uh, caused his death back in September of 21 has been caught. Um, this uh, New York City drug dealer was sentenced Friday to 10 years in prison for selling fentanyl-laced heroin to actor Michael K. Williams, causing his death. Uh, I'm not going to put his name out there because he doesn't fucking matter. He's bottom of the barrel life form, in my opinion, probably selling drugs to kids, too. Um, he also received an additional five-year sentence of supervised release for conspiring to distribute heroin, fentanyl, and fentanyl analog. I don't know what that is. Uh, the United States Attorney's Office for the Southern District of New York said in a uh, news release on Friday, on September 5th, 2021, drug dealers sold Michael K. Williams a fatal dose of heroin laced with fentanyl and a fentanyl analog. Uh, Michael K. Williams tragically lost his life after using the drug sold to him. Um, although this is, I think this is what kind of got this drug dealer. Uh, their their product had already claimed one life. Um, the drug dealer and his count and his and his uh, cronies, so to say, uh, continued to sell the potentially lethal uh, heroin. My question is, I know the last few years, uh, <laughs> nice, um, over the last few years, fentanyl has really become a, a, a major problem. Um, in America, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know about other countries, but in America, as as a whole, it has become. I mean, a serious problem, even to the point that that people are being hospitalized because they handle money, or this side or the other thing that has had traces of fentanyl. And, and again, I'm no expert. I don't know much about this stuff, but. I, I don't I don't know I um you know it's um you know I know like paramedics and, 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 and cops and stuff like that are being warned um when they're you know at certain whether it be crime scenes or 911 calls make sure they're handling everything with gloves and they're being very precautious because of how dangerous fentanyl is. And in my opinion, and, and, and my thoughts are, if I'm a drug dealer, I don't want to kill my clientele. You know what I mean? Like, I want them to keep coming back. I, that's kind of the name of the game, you know. It's how you make money. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean 100% or 100 proof? That's nothing. That's not going to kill you. I mean, it will if you, if you drink too much of it. But from my understanding, like I said, I, maybe maybe other people out there might know better than I do. And if you care to chime in, hit me up on social media or uh, jump into the comments. I don't know much about fentanyl. I don't really know what makes it so dangerous, but I know that it is 
extremely dangerous and it's killing people left and fucking right. And, and again, I would assume that would be bad for business if you were a drug dealer. <laughs> I mean, that would be like the equivalent of a, of a car salesman going out to the lot um, every day and shooting six cars with a rocket launcher. You're not going to make any money. You can't sell the cars because you don't blow them all up. You know what I mean? <laughs> or... Or a butcher who decides that he's not going to butcher the animals no more. Well, you're not going to be a butcher for very long. Again, I might be an idiot because like, I'm not in the drug game. You know, I've, I've made it very clear. I've smoked weed twice in my life. Um, that's it. That's 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 about my extent of drug use, you know. And I know a little bit about a little bit, but but yeah, yeah. You've seen, I mean, you've seen on the news, man. Like I said, I don't know if fentanyl is a problem anywhere else other than in America, but you've seen on the news where where medics have, or, you know, first responders, whether it be police officers or firefighters or EMTs. They're getting rushed to the hospital and they didn't even do anything except touch something that had fentanyl on it because it absorbs into your skin. Yeah, they, yeah, like 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 Maestro said, man, these motherfuckers are out here injecting it, shooting up, sniffing it, snorting a whole fucking line of it. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I think. Well, there was another actress or a comedian or something like that that her and like two or three other people either died or were hospitalized not too long ago. I think she died, and I think they died or something, or they died and she somehow survived um, because they were doing coke that was laced with fentanyl. They didn't know. It just happened, I guess. Um yeah, no, I, I, that's I, I'm with you, Mark. Um, you know, that's that's my thing, man. I, you know, I've I've literally smoked weed twice in my life. Never touched anything else. Don't want to. I won't even take prescription drugs. Uh, I'm afraid of you know getting getting addicted to them. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I don't even want to take I don't even want to take that chance. So, you know, I drank. That's 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 about it. That's the name of the game for me. I drink, but. It's 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 like it's just regular cocaine ain't doing it for you. You know, meth ain't doing it for you. Crack ain't doing it for you. I mean, you gotta up the ante. You gotta up the game. Is there uh, is there some kind of uh, extra level to the high because you're you're risking your fucking life by doing it? I mean, the people who do it willingly. I mean, I know, I know. I mean, not only that, but the, the OD rate outside of the fentanyl issue has gone through the roof to where a lot of places, um, a lot of fire departments and police departments and stuff like that, if, if they're getting calls out to places that are repeat offenders, they won't Narcan them anymore after twice. They get them to the hospital and, you know, hope for the best, I guess, but, you know, it, it, they're, 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 
habitual offenders or habitual ODers. And it's like, this stuff is expensive. And we just can't be wasting it on your ass, Frankie, because you fucking OD'd for the seventh time this week. You know, maybe, maybe drugs aren't your forte. Maybe they're not your cup of tea, Frankie. I agree. There's no, there's no warning labels, and and, and and this is something that I've, you know, spoke on for years. And when I've had, you know, I've had friends and stuff like that who are <coughs> cokeheads or heroin addicts or whatever. And my thing is, are you really trusting the dude down on the corner <coughs> that you're buying fucking heroin from that it's not fucking laced with Ajax? Or something like that. I mean, that's that's a hell of a risk in general to take as it is just buying drugs from somebody randomly on the street corner. They might not even be selling you heroin. They might be just selling you straight up Ajax. Again, survival of the fittest, I guess. But I don't really think it's a fun game to play with drug addicts. Uh, I mean, it's fine if, if we lose a few of them. But <laughs> welcome to the good side of things, Mark. Um, yeah, no, I'm 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 staying in my lane. I'm 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 staying with uh, the hell is it? Uh, I'm not. I'm just gonna. I don't know that that has anything to do with me. Anyways, sorry. A little distraction, eh? Um, I got better things to do. At the end of the day, let's. I mean, to be hundred percent honest with you guys, I got I got so many better things to do than than shoot up heroin or smoke crack. Uh, <laughs> you know, I I'm not, I'm not trying to be giving hand jobs behind a behind a a fucking Chick Fil A to get my next fix. You know what I mean? <laughs> but anywho, uh, moving on from death. To more death. An Ohio teen was found guilty uh, this past week in a <laughs> right. Uh, an Ohio teen was found guilty in a hundred mile an hour crash that killed her boyfriend. <laughs> I've heard that one before. <laughs> um, in a crash that killed uh, her boyfriend and another passenger, uh, Mackenzie Sharilla. Seven, what she was only seventeen when she drove her 2018 Toyota Camry a hundred miles an hour, bang right into a building. 
at 100 miles an hour. Um, this is out of Ohio, uh, Strongsville, Ohio. I think that's down southern Ohio. I could be wrong. Sorry, it's northern Ohio. Literally says right there in the article. <laughs> um, found the 19-year-old woman uh, guilty of intentionally driving her car into a brick wall to kill her boyfriend and another passenger who was in the car last year. Mackenzie was 17 at the time of the accident. I, <laughs> yeah, she was, uh, she was something. The, uh, the three people inside the car, Mackenzie, her boyfriend, Dominic Russo and Davian Flanagan were found unconscious and not breathing. Russo and Flanagan were pronounced dead at the scene, but Mackenzie survived. She got the new Ford brakes, right? On a Toyota. The uh, the uh, Cuyahoga County uh, Common Pleas judge said this was not reckless driving. This was not an accident. This was murder, as he sentenced. Um, as he sentenced McKenzie. The video clearly shows the purpose and the intent of the defendant. There was video. She chose the course of death and destruction that day. Judge Russo found McKenzie guilty of murder, aggravated vehicular homicide, and felonious assault. Russo and Shrilla had a mission and executed it with precision. Sorry. Russo said. Um, she morphed, he, he went on to say she morphs from a responsible driver to a literal hell on wheels as she makes her way down the street. Russo said McKenzie alone made the decision to drive the car an obscure route, a route that she had visited a few days before and a route not routinely taken by her. McKenzie alone chose a time to make the drive early in the morning when any reasonable person would expect a few people would be nearby to witness it and offer life-saving assistance. The prosecution said McKenzie crashed the car to end her toxic relationship with Russo. You know, a phone call, a text, maybe a fucking email, maybe make a fucking TikTok video and break up with him. Um, that's a little bit much for a 17-year-old to come up with. I agree 100% golf hawk. RIP to the two young men who lost their lives, you know, senselessly. But in this day and age, there's so many ways to break up with somebody. Like, this this bitch is crazy. And, and she deserves to be locked up. This was 100%, as he said, that she, she visited this, this, this route the day before. This was 100% premeditated. Personally, how the heck? I, that's my question. How the hell did she survive? Other than the fact that she knew what she was doing, she put her seatbelt on or some shit, and maybe that's what saved her life. But, um, McKinsey's defense attorney would not comment on the verdict. But McKinsey's mother said, 
She is shocked by the murder conviction and completely disagrees with the judge. And she wants an appeal. Really? Um, sentence in, in the case was supposed to happen today. So kind of have to wait and see when they release that information to see what this psychopath got. Yeah, that hits, it hits a little bit different, Mark. Um, looking to see if there's any update as far as this is being local. Yeah, there's no update, but I'll keep an eye out for an update on it and, and let you guys know. But yeah, no, that's my thing. At the end of the day, we live in a day and age where there are so many ways of breaking up with people. Despite what you think, oh, breaking up with somebody over a text is a shitty thing to do. She could have. You know, she could have wanted them... Uh, it was, it was not breaking up. It was breaking bones. She could have wanted them to uh, to die together. I don't. I don't think she had. Um, <coughs> I don't think she had any plans of killing herself. Um, I mean, maybe she did, but it, I mean, like I said, at the end of the day, regardless, I think the judge was right uh with the murder with the murder charge she's an adult now she was 17 at the time she can be charged as an adult it was premeditated uh you know when you go and scope out and look at the area and figure out if you can you know i don't know get the speeds of 100 mile an hour clearly hit the side of the building and it's out i mean it's just a lot of variables going into this whole, and she put a lot of thought and effort into it. So I don't know if she was trying to kill herself. And, and what about the poor guy in the back seat who had nothing to do with anything? He was just along for the ride, and now he's now his parents are stuck having to. And that's there's no worse. As parents, we ain't supposed to bury our kids, man. And and, and I couldn't imagine anything ever happening to one of my kids where you know I have to bury them. That that's. I feel bad for the parents involved in this situation and the families involved in this situation because, you know, as a dad of three, that's exactly how I think. Like, I should never have to put my kids in a grave. I should be long dead before they are. <laughs> I mean, not to be weird or anything like that, but... A crazy person. <laughs> I can hear that. You know, it could it could have very well been she didn't want to live. And unfortunately for her, she did. She was a survivor. Unfortunately for everybody involved, she was a survivor. Now she has to pay for it. Now she gets to hopefully spend the rest of her freaking life in a jail cell. And she's only 19 years old, so that could be a very long time. But I mean, a lot of people <laughs> are um, do insane things and don't necessarily plan on dying. Look at the guy who, uh, the mass shooter in, in Vegas. That's insane. I don't think he planned on dying. I don't even know if he is dead. 
can't remember. I don't even know if he's been caught. Yeah, he's been caught. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was caught. But um, um, the guy several years back who uh, who built a tank. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> But um no, it's 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 just it's it's just one of those um all around fucked up stories, fucked up situations. Um, whether her intent was to kill all of them, whether her intent was just to kill her boyfriend and hope she survived. I I mean nobody knows uh until she comes out and says otherwise. We, we're only left with speculation and 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 coming up with our own um, narrative, I guess you could say, which, which, I mean, we can come up with some stories, believe me, at the end of the day, let's be honest. Um, oh, excuse me. But like I said, you know, we can... We can all hope that uh, she gets what she deserves. And uh, she spends a very long time locked up. And I hope to God that it's not one of them things where it's one of them bullshit ass fucking insanity pleas and, you know, uh, blah, blah, blah. She, she wasn't in her right mind and then she goes and and lives her days out in a in an insane asylum or a, a, you know a home, so to say. Oh shit! Mark says in the comments, "It's okay. His old neighbor killed his wife and then shot himself and missed his brain by a few millimeters and survived." Well, see, you could say in that case, that man 100% was, was his, his goal was murder-suicide. You know, he just failed miserably. I seen something when I was scrolling through. Um, there was an attempted murder-suicide. I don't know if it was a woman or a guy, what it was. Basically killed their whole family, kids, parents, and then their significant other, and failed their suicide attempt. The land, it's a Cleveland shirt, Cleveland Cavaliers shirt. Is this chair comfier? Yes, it's much comfier. You in for the night? Yeah. You got homework? I'm pretty sure not. Pretty sure not. You eat? Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah, you're in for the night. It's almost nine o'clock. You gotta get your shower and stuff. I probably came in like at eight or something. I don't know. I don't know what time it was, but I just came in. Okay. And I'll be one in. 
Yeah, send me. Uh, yeah, if you if you want to send me the link and um, look at it and kind of read up on it, and I'll I'll leave out the location. Um, maybe we can talk about it on the show Wednesday or whatever. Um, but no, like I said, you know, I really do hope this girl. Fuck what your mom says. I'm sorry. At this point, you know. She could have been head cheerleader, had all A's, president of the, the science club, you know, and 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 community service and and anti-bully, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But she's a monster. And whatever happens to her, uh, she she's she's earned and she deserves. Kind of wetted, kind of wetted your beaks a little bit. Wetted your whistles. We got the main course here. I don't want to spend a minute talking about this because this is yeah, yeah. Once you once you make that once you make that decision to take a life, and in this case, she took two uh, premeditated. And everything like that, all bets are off, in my opinion. I'm sorry. And I'm a firm believer in capital punishment, male or female. There ain't no sense in you sitting in a jail cell for the next 60 years living off of taxpayers' dollars. If you kill somebody, you murder somebody, you're found guilty. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. I give you maybe six months before. Game over. Death penalty. Death penalty. And I feel the same for pedos, too. If you touch the kids, you should die. I mean, look at it like this. If a dog bites somebody, the dog is put down. If a dog bites a kid, the dog is put down. But it's all right for grown sick weirdos to touch kids and then we just put them in jail for a couple years and then let them back out on the streets. Death penalty for pedos as well. Sorry. It is what it is. What? This is a sad moment. What's a sad moment? I have to take my nose right now. Why? Let's put a stud in. Since they're allowing us to wear nose rings, let's put studs in. Oh my god, so sad. It is. It doesn't sit right with me because here's the thing. Here's my problem with criminals, especially repeat offenders. And I'm not saying somebody who smells or smokes weed or sells weed is a criminal. But based off of our tax dollars, criminals are. Not all prisons are great. Most prisons are not great. You got to deal with prison violence and and this, that, and the other thing, whatever the case may be. But you room and board, three hots and a cop, basically. Uh, The commissaries and the shit that these motherfuckers can get, man, they're eating better than I am out in the real world sometimes, you know, as far as snacks and shit go at the end of the day. Let's be honest. Um, but not only that, but they're also given the opportunity to a free education, man. 
So you you commit multiple crimes, you get locked up for or you commit a crime, you get locked up for you know 10, 15 years. In that 10, 15 years, you get college educated for free. You get internet, you get cable. And you might get beat up, might get stabbed. Or just keep your fucking nose out of other people's business and you ain't got nothing, you ain't got shit to worry about. You get a cushy job in the jail. Then you can get all kinds of goodies in the commissary. What? What? Shit's fucked up. I say we bring back the chain gangs. And prisons aren't meant to be fun. Cold, wet, concrete floors. No, exactly. You know, some people might might fuck up, and, and you know, some people might fuck up, and and, and you'll get it. You know, have a rough night and get a DUI and wind up locked up. You know, whatever. You know, they you. Get busted selling, and again, to me, smoking weed and selling weed is not as big of a deal as they make it out to be. Yes, it's a crime, obviously by law, but come on, there's worse things. Just you gonna be gonna sell with Big Cindy, BC, aka Big Cindy, six foot tall, two seventy five, <laughs> and full of testosterone, BC. BC, a.k.a. Big Cindy, has a beard. BC likes her kitty. Clean daily. <laughs> Damn, Big Cindy. <laughs> we should compare beards sometime. I can give you some uh, some pro tips on, on, on taking care of your beard. <laughs> Yeah, no, I agree. She, that judge, that judge in that case, um, doesn't seem to be playing around. You know, he uh, was putting it out there like, "Look, little girl, you fucked up, and now you're gonna fucking bang. Deal with it. Fuck what your mama said. Appeal all you want. If I have anything to do with it. You ain't appealing shit." Oh no no no! I no I hundred percent. I well yeah. You know, I've seen some dickheaded weed smokers in my life, but no, I agree hundred percent. I mean, uh, you know, yeah. As, as a former bouncer, I used to see it every every weekend. Man, people get all hyped, you know, fucking beard, liquor, whatever. Don't matter. All of a sudden, they're feeling ten foot tall and bulletproof and want to fight everybody in the fucking club or everybody in the fucking bar. Um, you know, I, I've lost my cool a time or two and I won't 100% put it all on the alcohol. I'll just, that was part of the problem. Um, but also I was already in a grumpy mood and I got pushed too far that, that, that alcohol or that liquor was just that extra incentive to to crack somebody's skull or throat punch them. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I've seen it, man. That brown liquor, I mean, it, it, it gets people feeling some sort of way, man. 
um, and, and and acting out, you know, acting straight out of pocket, acting a damn fool for no fucking reason. Um, some people just can't handle their alcohol. Yeah. It's one of the reasons that I don't, I, I mean, I don't drink a whole lot of liquor these days. It's not because I'm worried about becoming an asshole or anything like that. One, I don't like the way it makes me feel. Two, I also know that I'm a little bit more on edge. You know, it's, it still takes a little bit. It still takes a little bit for me to fly off the handle if I'm drinking liquor. But I just don't like the way it makes me feel in the morning because I'm old. And this shit hurts in the morning. <laughs> I'll stick with my Miller Lite. I don't wake up with hangovers. Yeah. That damn, that damn whiskey and that bourbon and that tequila, man, it'll make a motherfucker want to fight everybody, every damn buddy, and their mama, everybody and their mama. <laughs> like for, for no reason, you just mad as fuck for what? Like you don't even know why you're mad. You go wake up the next day, going, "What the fuck happened?" Just feeling like a whole ass dick, knowing that you did something stupid, knowing you did something dumb for no fucking reason. Like I said, I've seen it a million times being a former bouncer and working in the clubs and, and, and bouncing and stuff. Everybody be having a good night, and all of a sudden, one random ass dude who's been taking shots all night wants to start swinging on people. He don't even know what he's mad about. He's just mad. <laughs> but um, yeah, you want to know why? Because Guinness is fucking disgusting, Mark. I slap your whole ass grand. Ah, slap your whole ass bloodline if you make me drink a Guinness. <laughs> this stuff is gross. It's fucking motor oil. This is a disgusting ass beer. We have it here in the States, and it's fucking disgusting. That shit should be outlawed. <laughs> I want to slap the taste out your whole ass bloodline <laughs> just because you give me a Guinness. I won't even drink it. You just gonna put it in front of me. I'm gonna be mad as hell. <laughs> Yeah, we have that over here. My um, my ex-wife used to love that fucking shit. I'm like, I don't know how you, I don't know how you drink it. I don't know how you do it. You know, as 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 Dickie and I, you know, we uh, we got a couple uh, well, a brewery that we really like to go to here in town. And I'm not big on IPAs. I don't like porters. I don't like stouts. You know, I like um, I like lagers and and I like American ales. Um, as I said, I like blondes with lots of head. <laughs> I like the uh, you know the the lighter beers. Uh, that's just my personal preference. You know, she'll, she she drinks the stouts and the porters and and uh, you know like there's coffee beers and. Uh, she likes some of the dessert beers and stuff. It's a beer? Mad Dog? Or it's a... We have Mad Dog 2020 here. 
which is like a a weird fruit drink that makes you throw up a lot that poor high school kids buy. MD 2020. We got orange, grape, red. <laughs> I don't do I don't do the coffee. I don't do I don't, I don't even like I don't I don't like regular I don't like coffee period. So I'm definitely not getting into the world of um Let's see here. Yeah, Mad Dog 2020 is the only thing that's coming up. They got this shit in cans now. Um, I've had gin a couple times. Not a big fan of it. I do like vodka. I do like vodka. I like whiskey. Uh, but you know, when when I when I drink liquor. It's usually not to get drunk. Like I'll come home and have uh, like we Jack Daniels honey, like a Jack Daniels honey and sweet tea. I might have two of those. Um, no, no, the only thing it's giving me Mad Dog beer. Really brewed light golden ginger beer, boasting a slight moldy sweetness to balance the spice of fresh ginger. You've got to drink a mad dog to be a mad dog. <laughs> Showing a brewery over in uh, in Cardiff, over there where you are in the UK. Hot Monster, Mad Dog, Mad Dog Pale Ale, Red Dog, I remember Red Dog, Mad Dog Brewery. I don't think I've ever seen that before, to be honest with you. Yeah, okay, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, I just I seen I seen several uh several mad dog beers, but I don't think that any of them were what you're talking about. A lot of them look like a legit like like a straight up brewery and they had the weird artsy fartsy kids and it'd be like a orange label with all this weird shit to be like mad dog, pale ale, crazy Louie type shit. Like like they like to do at the, the breweries and shit. What's up? Beat him. But yeah, so I mean, like, if I do drink liquor, it's, it's it's really not to get drunk anymore like it used to be. It's just to kind of sip on it after, after work or maybe like a, like a Sunday or something like that. Um, sitting around not doing anything maybe i'll have a
sorry. And y'all, the woman. But um, it's more of a just kind of relax, just kind of chill. I'll drink my beer to get drunk. I'm good with that. Um, I'm getting close to a break. Damn it. I wanted to get into this fucking story. I told golf I was going to get into it today, but I want to give it a good amount of time. I want to let you guys kind of uh, give me your thoughts and opinions about this. And it's up in your neck of the woods there. There, Mark, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. So we'll do that when we come back from break. In the meantime, we'll just fill in with some fodder. We'll just talk about whatever. And I will get you guys. I will get you guys an update. Hopefully by Wednesday, I'll get you an update on this uh, this uh, psychopath here in Ohio that decided to drive a car into a building at 100 miles an hour. Um, see what her sentencing was and and what she got and all that jazz. Um, Because I really, I really hope they, they fucking straight up throw the book at that goofy bitch. <laughs> what did I go to break with? I can't remember. I think I did liquid IV. I think I told you guys to go buy some liquid IV. We're going to go ahead and uh, keep the thongs going. About the ladies, the ladies of the 80s. <laughs> we had old Sherry. We had old Sherry first. Oh, Sherry. I tell you guys, I don't know how you feel in the mornings or throughout the day. Some mornings I wake up, I'm a little tired. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm dragging a little ass, especially after podcast nights. Yeah, I'm dragging a little bit of ass, and, and I need that extra little something, that little ump, you know, to get, get my day going, keep me feeling energized, but at the same time, keep me focused. And what I don't want, which some of these big name energy drinks do they give you jitters they make your heart and they make you shake a little bit and then there's that inevitable crash when you hit the fucking wall sorry when you hit the wall at 100 miles an hour that was tasteless but it was kind of my spiel and we're tired of the jitters we're tired of the crashes we want to be feeling right and energized and have that extra ump to make it through the day. So I challenge you to wage war on the big energy and go check out our friends at WGG. It's a powdered energy drink. You mix it with your water or whatever you want to mix it with. And it's going to pick you up. And it's going to keep you going. It's going to get you, get you focused for the rest of the day. There's no crash and no jitters. All kinds of vitamins and shit in it, too. It's good for you, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> it's good for me. And again, they come in all kinds of great flavors. Uh, you know, uh, I'm anxiously awaiting my 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 shipment of, of W. I can't wait to get it. 
got some flavors I'm looking forward to trying. And you guys can do the same. Again, just check out www.ggdubby.gg. Place your order. And when you get all done, go ahead and use that promo code before you pray. Words are hard. We'll save you some money. We're going to energize you. We'll make you feel good. Where can you go wrong there? Save money, energy, and you're feeling good throughout the day. It's a win, 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 baby. So go ahead and head over to W.GG. Use our promo code. Words are hard. Get your discount. Place your order. And wage war on big energy. And with that being said, we'll be right back. Enjoy a little uh, bit of uh, Boston's cover. Boston song Amanda covered by somebody. <laughs> Solabra or something like that. I can't remember what their name is. We'll be back in a few minutes.
I want to take you by surprise and poke you in your brown eye, Amanda. Oh, wait, sorry. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to Nonsensical Nonsense, everybody. Yes, I'm childish and I'm immature. Deal with it. I'm Glick. This is Nonsensical Nonsense Podcast. Hopefully you guys are enjoying the show. I'm like, I'm like Maverick when Goose died. I'm a lone wolf. I'm dangerous. <laughs> Anywho, if you guys aren't already, go ahead and check out them socials. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Go ahead and join us live every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday, 7 p.m.-ish on YouTube. Get in the chatter's box, hang out with us live, shoot your shit. And if you can't join us live, you can go ahead and check us out anytime, any place. On Zencaster, Spotify, and everywhere you listen to podcasts at all at Nonsensical Nonsense Podcast. Go ahead and give us a follow, give us a listen. And if you guys would be so kind, go ahead and give us a share. We greatly appreciate that. I do apologize. I think I had a stroke in the middle of saying that. That's or am I an alien in a human suit and my batteries is dying? Hmm. Hmm. For those of you listening to the audio, I'm actually currently stroking my beard. Hmm. Contemplating. <laughs> to be or not to be, that is the question. I did not want to do this story in the third hour, but here we are in the third hour, and I'm just now getting to this story. And that's all right, because we might revisit it uh, later on this week. Um, anywho, I told you we were going to get a little dark tonight, ladies and gentlemen. We got a little dark. We got a little dark. Well, things are about to, things are about to take a hard right. Because this is, this is, this is something else. Um, it's pretty goddamn disturbing and sick. And it, not gonna lie, it saddens me. A lot, um, just because of the situation and those involved. But a uh, British nurse is convicted of killing seven newborn babies. Lucy Letby is being dubbed the most prolific serial killer of children. In modest and modern British history, her years long her years long case haunted the nation. So, a uh, a British nurse was found guilty of on Friday in the deaths of seven newborns and the attempted murders of six others. What up, Elliot? What's going on, man? So, so let that sink in. She killed seven babies and attempted six more. How them children survived, I don't know, but thankfully they did. Um, 
the police department responsible for the investigation and in a years-long case that has haunted England since the string of deaths and the neonatal unit where the nurse work came to light in 2016. Nurse Lucy Letby, 33, was accused of killing seven babies and trying to kill 10 others while working at the Countess of Chester Hospital in the city of Chester in northwest Western England. Between June 2015 and June 2016, she was first charged in 2020. At her trial, the jury did not reach verdicts on six other counts of attempted murder, according to prosecutors, in some cases, there was more than one count pertaining to a baby, and she was found not guilty on two counts of attempted murder. The guilty verdicts that let me, uh, it says miss, but we're not calling her miss. We're not giving her any respect. Fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch. Um, the guilty verdicts make let me the most prolific serial killer of children in modern British history. Over the course of the trial at Manchester Crown Court, which began in October, jurors heard that let me had harmed the babies in her care in a number of ways, including by overfeeding them with milk, injecting them with air and insulin. Little tiny babies. They ain't never done nothing wrong. They ain't never did nothing to anybody. Couldn't even defend themselves. And then you got this fucking monster who's paid, whose job is to take care of them, protect them, keep them safe, everything. And she's overfeeding them milk, basically drowning them on milk. That's new to me. Injecting them with air and insulin. We all know what happens when you don't eat insulin and you get injected with it. These were not, these were not quick and easy deaths for these babies. Probably pretty goddamn painful. I wouldn't recommend it, Elliot. Probably not a good idea. Um, yeah, not, not a quick death. And 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 considerable and and painful. This bothers me. This, I mean, I'm a true crime guy. I, you know, I, I you know, I, I love the serial killer world. You know, I'm I'm fascinated by it. It always hits me differently when it involves kids. Um, even before I was a dad, the cases that involve kids. Always hit different, always, always felt different. And even more so when it was babies. Uh, prosecutors called it a horrifying case and said, Mrs. My bad, let me, uh, had intended to kill the babies while blaming natural causes for their conditions. 
She perverted her learning and weaponized her craft to inflict harm, grief, and death, said one of the prosecutors. Adding that innocuous, subs innocuous substances became lethal in her hands. Her attacks were complete betrayal of of the trust placed in her. Exactly. Honorable. Definitely has some demons. What the fuck can you look anyone in? Look, any how the fuck can anyone look at a baby and then do that to them? Like 20 babies plus she was getting a kick out of it. Yeah, exactly. You know, they there was um It's one of the most just one of the most disturbing cases in England. Agreed. Well, like I said in the beginning of this, she's one of the most prolific serial killers um, when it comes to children in England. In in the, in the Lucy let be the most prolific serial killer of children in modern British history. In modern British history now, there have been some other. Um, continues here in this article that uh, families of the victims gasped after reading the verdicts. According to the reporters who were in the courtroom on Friday, Letby appeared earlier in the day, but did not stay until the end. Reporters said she will be sentenced on Monday. And it is expected that she will receive a whole life order, meaning she will spend... The rest of her life in prison with very little chance of release. A sentence reserved for the most serious of crimes. So so basically like Mark said, she'll never see the light of day again. She should be locked up forever. There's no there is no way in hell that she gets anything less than the rest of her fucking life, which is deserved. But again, I say this again, capital punishment, death penalty. I 100% agree to the death penalty and life sentence or, and, and, and criminal pun or capital punishment. Sorry. Um, why, why let somebody sit and rot for free? Again, three hots and a cot. Yeah, it might not be the most luxurious food in the world. It might not be the most comfortable bed in the in the world. They ain't paying for it. It's not out of their pocket. Taxpayers, man. I don't know how it works in the UK, but I know y'all like chopping people's heads off and shit. So bring that shit back. <laughs> Guillotines. Uh, you know. Hanging, firing squads. Let's bring it back. Fuck it. People are not afraid of the consequences when it comes to doing things like this. Yes, they're sick. Yes, there's something, there's something not right in their head. 
that 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 make them go down this road and 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 turn them into this monster. Um, and that's part of it. They don't fear consequence. They're not worried about getting locked up for the rest of our lives again. In America, you know, I can go to jail. I spend the rest of my life, you know, I spend 20 years in jail. Right now I'm 41. I'll be out at 61. I just got a free college education. As long as I mind my business and cross my T's and dot my I's, people aren't going to fuck with me too often. You know, might get a cushy job in the jail. I got internet, I got cable TV, I got radios, I got tablets. When it, so, when it, when it, when it comes to serial killers, um, yes, you believe it or not, some of them are some of the most intelligent people in the, on, on the planet. I think Ed Kemper, Kemper had like an IQ of like, that was, that was off the scales, incredibly intelligent. He didn't think he was going to get caught. He didn't, he wasn't afraid of the consequences. When he got caught, he got caught because he made, you know, but I mean, this dude knew the ins and outs. Like this guy wanted to be a cop and he hung out at a cop bar while he was murdering women. They don't, they don't worry about consequences. Yeah. So basically the nurse, the, so what kind of raised the eyebrows uh, of this hospital? Uh, there was an unexpectedly high number of deaths in the, in the neonatal, neonatal, neonatal unit. Jesus fucking words are hard. Son of a bitch of the Countess of Chester hospital. And this went on for a year, from 2015 to 2016. Obviously, something's not right. So, math, the math ain't math in here, because we got perfectly healthy babies that are that are dropping dead. So they do what every responsible hospital should do, and they launch an investigation in 2016. And the doctors, at the same time, the doctors are struggling. This is after, you know, this is this is kind of the same time and after the doctors are struggling to find a medical explanation for these deaths. Um, there was no and, and they couldn't find one. Uh, for, for the, you know, the increase in deaths at this in, the, in this baby in the neonatal unit. Um but the report noted significant gaps in staffing, poor decision-making in the unit, and insufficient number of senior staff members. In 2017, the hospital contacted the Cheshire uh, Constabulary, uh, the police department responsible for the area, which began its own inquiry. At the height of the investigation, the police had 70 officers and civilian staff members working on the case. So they really dedicated... So shout out, shout out to the Cheshire Constabulary because they took this serious and they really dedicated a lot of time and effort and money into this investigation. Um, 
Investigators gathered around 32,000 documents and interviewed some 2,000 people as part of the case. And, and I mean, simply put, the police called it an investigation like no other. Like no other investigation they've ever done before. Because, I, I mean, in modern day society, even in the heyday of serial killers, uh, Mark, I don't know how familiar you are with, with serial killers in, in the UK or anybody who may be listening, if you're in the UK, and, and reach out to me on social media. Um, in the 70s and 80s, serial killers were running rampant in the States. I mean, just to name a few, like I said, Ed Kemper, Ted Bundy, um, John Wayne Gacy, uh, the Night Stalker, Richard Ramirez, the, the Green River Strangler, the fucking, uh, I mean, just, and so many more. What the hell that was? Um, that's just a short list. Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. Um, so many, so many that were running around in the 70s and 80s. Um, and that's still considered the modern era, I would, I, I would assume. But they said you know, this 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 police department said this was an an investigation like none none other that they've ever done, none that they've ever ever done before. Nothing. They've never done anything like this before. That's insane to me. Um, based off of the complexity and the magnitude, uh, senior police investigator Paul Hughes in a statement, we had to deal with this as seventeen separate investigations. And he went on to say he's normally, they're normally used to dealing with one murder or attempted murder investigation at a time. He added that the hospital's chief executive at the time of the deaths resigned in 2018 and issued a statement referring to the investigation. Seven murders and ten attempted murders in this case of babies. Mind you, remember that. In the neonatal unit. These weren't seven murders and ten attempted murders of men or women or teenagers that could defend themselves, could say something. These were babies. One hundred percent defenseless, helpless. They depend on us. They need us to survive. And this fucking monster took advantage of that situation to fulfill her own sick, twisted d 
disease. Let's call it what it was. No, you know, it wasn't. Yeah, just to get her fixed. That's how she got. That was her high. Instead of instead of drugs, that was her high. And these babies who never did anything wrong didn't have a chance to do anything. Probably most of them didn't even have names. Sadly, and this monster took seven of them away from these families and parents and attempted 10 others. Karma's a bitch, and I hope she gets every damn thing that's coming her way. Yeah, you know, in the 80s, it wasn't until the mid to late 90s when DNA testing was really a, was really a thing, Mark. Um, so you really had to rely on confessions, good, strong evidence, you know. DNA was there, but uh, as I learned uh, throughout through one of the shows we watched in the early 80s, that even with a semen sample, only thing that they told them back then was the blood type. So it wasn't even a positive DNA match. It was just a blood type. So say there was a serial rapist, rapist going around, and they matched the DNA to be in uh, type B blood. Basically, everybody with type B blood in the area was a suspect until they were ruled out. That's crazy to me. I never knew that. I want to continue with this story here. The case horrified the British public for years. This is this is uh, this is a long read. This is this is a long read, and uh, I'm, and I wanted to dive into it. Uh, over Letby's ten month trial, the jury heard harrowing evidence that the prosecution said showed that she had deliberately harmed the babies. Obviously. Letby has been maintained her innocence by her case horrified Britain for years. Before the trial, after she was charged with 22 counts in connection with the deaths and harm to the babies. 22 counts, ladies and gentlemen. Let's sink it. Lebby was arrested in 2018 and in 2019 in relation to the investigation, but not charged. She was ultimately finally arrested and charged in 2020 after a criminal investigation by the Cheshire police that focused on the deaths of 17 babies. So this is saying the deaths of 17 babies. Now, despite what it said earlier in this article. From March of 2015 to July of 2016. 'When the trial began, details of the deaths of the babies whose names were not used in court dominated the tabloid headlines. So this was everywhere in the UK. We're just now finding out about it in the States. And this has been going on for 
eight years, nine years, almost since 2015. On Friday, prosecutors said that they presented evidence Lebby murdered her victims by injecting air and insulin into their bloodstreams, infusing air into their gastrointestinal tracts, and force-feeding them milk or fluids. Some victims showed signs of impact-type trauma. And if you don't know what impact-type trauma is, or trauma, sorry, it's like shaking baby syndrome. Blunt force. That kind of things. Those kinds of things. Um, very violent. Very painful. Even as, a, I mean, because these, these, these babies were brought into the world and, and, and the ones that were that were killed literally knew nothing but pain and suffering. If that doesn't affect you and that doesn't make you feel some type of way, there might be something seriously wrong with you. There might be really something wrong with you. Could you imagine that all you know in life is 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 pain, and they, they won't even know what really pain is because they're just babies, man. They don't even know. They just know that they just, they don't feel right. Their bodies hurt, whatever, and suffering. Like I said, if that if that doesn't make you feel some sort of way, if that doesn't affect you in some sort of way. There's something wrong with you. Seriously wrong with you. Uh, they said key evidence in the case included medical records that featured falsified notes made by Letby and staffing schedules that showed the nurse was on was the one common denominator in the series of sudden health problems and deaths in the unit. The police also collected Lubby's handwritten notes and diary entries, which contained damning confessions. Now, one thing about serial killers that I've learned and in, in, in listening to podcasts and watching television shows and doing my own research and stuff like that, is they like to have souvenirs. I don't know if she took any souvenirs, but this diary or these handwritten notes could have been her souvenir. Lebby's handwritten notes and diary entries, which, which contained damning confessions. One read, I killed them on purpose because I'm not good enough to care for them. So, don't do what a normal human being would do. Don't, don't 
do the logical fucking thing and tell somebody, look, I'm not cut out for this. I can't do this job. Uh, I'm not qualified. No. You, you senselessly, violently, let's call a spade a spade, you violently and senselessly murder babies. Lebby's defense team blamed suboptimal care by Chester Hospital for the baby's deaths and said there had been a campaign of conspiracy against the defendant by a number of senior doctors. According to the police, the jury ultimately rejected those contentions. Her defense team tried to blame the, blame the fucking hospital. Blame the goddamn hospital. And put it on the hospital. And then concocted some crazy conspiracy theory. That the senior doctors were out to get her. That was the best you could do as a defense team. I really hope y'all did that shit intentionally because you just were like, no, we're not going to really honestly defend this fucking monster because that is some weak ass fucking defending right there. Blame the hospital and concoct some kind of crazy conspiracy theory that senior doctors were out to get her. So who killed the babies? Who killed him? That's what I want to know. If, if, did they frame her? Did they set her up? Like, what the, what the fuck is even going on at the end of the day? What in the Sam Hell? Is going on here. To the fence team, I say this. Hell no. Come on, wait. To the no, no, no. Come on, come on. Hell to the no. To the no, no, no. Oh, shit. Easy there, big fella. This is fucking sickening. Like, for real, guys. This last little bit of the article. <clears throat> the families called it a bittersweet verdict. 
after a torturous journey. Families of the victims said in a statement Friday that the verdicts amounted to justice, but did not make up for years of what they called long, torturous, and emotional journey. The verdicts were also bittersweet, they said, because Letby was not convicted on all accounts. Today, justice has been served, and the nurse who should have been caring for our babies has been found guilty of harming them, said the statement, which was provided by the police. But this justice will not take away from the extreme hurt, anger, and distress that we all, that we have all had to experience. Losing a baby or having a baby harmed in such circumstances was unimaginable. They said, adding that some of the surviving babies still suffered from Lepi's actions years later. Benjamin Myers, the lawyer who defended Lepi, declined to comment on the verdict. Steve Barclay, the British Health Secretary, said that said he had ordered an independent inquiry into how Letby managed to evade direction detection for years following reports in the British news media that hospital managers had ignored repeated warnings about her conduct. Nigel Squan, the medical director of the Countess of Chester Hospital where Miss Letby worked, pledged that significant changes had been made since the nurse's killing spree. We are committed to ensuring that lessons continue to be learned, he told reporters. The hospital definitely dropped the ball on this. Because for that to go on as long as it did and have as many deaths and unexplained occurrences as they did. Now, granted, the hospital did do an inquiry, but they came up empty-handed. But to have something like that happen in your hospital and A, not catch on to it sooner and B, not do anything about it. It's going to be tough to come back from. But fortunately, um, justice was served. Hopefully it's some kind of something for the families. Um, some kind of closure. Some way for them to kind of move on and move forward with their lives. And at the end of the day, I hope this bitch gets every 
damn thing that she has come into her in a negative light because she's a fucking monster. And in my opinion, does not deserve to be breathing. And if you're Christian, the Bible says an eye for an eye. Air for an ear. Two for a two. I didn't quote that exact, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Maybe what she did to them babies should be done to her. You can go punch a pigeon in the air. They're fucking vile, disgusting creatures. <laughs> Much like this fucking nurse, Lucy Letby. Prison guards, pissing your food. I hope they bring you shit sandwiches to your cell because I know you're going to be in protective custody because somebody in that jail is going to want to fucking put your head on a platter. And show no fucking remorse from it. Chop your fucking head off with a toothbrush. Sharpened ass toothbrush. And as Mark said, she uh, she got life in jail. She ain't ever getting out again. I don't know a jury or a judge that would ever even consider an appeal down the road. She will die in a jail cell alone. And I'd say she had to live with the decisions that she made, but at the end of the day, she did it willingly. She, she has no remorse. She has no care for a human life. So she's going to go about her life in prison without a care in the fucking world. Anywho. I told you fuckers. I came with a warning label tonight. I told you it was going to get heavy tonight. I told you it was going to get heavy tonight. And again, if you don't feel some type of way about that, find any type of humor or anything like that in that situation there's something seriously fucking wrong with you as a person you got mental issues mental motherfucking issues And you might be a waste of uh, oxygen at the end of the day. Call it a spade a spade there.
I wish I said I wish I could say I have lighter news. Um, all right, let's let's. That was heavy. I do apologize, but I didn't tell you guys it was going to be heavy. I told you from Jump Street it was going to get heavy tonight. I kind of like doing the heavy stories. <laughs> Maybe I'll do more. What do you guys want to? What do you guys want to hear about? Got plenty of time on my own. Now Mondays I'll be on my own. I'll be kind of put the Glick show off for the time being because I'm not doing two shows a night on my own. I might, maybe I don't know, but <laughs> maybe I will. Maybe I won't. I don't know. But um. I have no problem with the heavy conversations and the deep conversations. Um, but how about this for a palate cleanser? A little refresher, if you will. We're going to hang out. We're going to stick around in the UK. But this one's a little bit lighter. This is a little bit lighter note to end the night on. A um, dad's phone rings nonstop. A Vietnamese restaurant in the UK made a little bit of a misprint. In their ad and put the wrong number. And now Gary Jones is flooded constantly with phone calls for said Vietnamese restaurant. People try, <laughs> trying to um, place a takeout order or a, uh, to go order or whatever, you know, carry out to go delivery, whatever the case may be. Um, so he is constantly, um, I, what do you do in that situation? Can't be mad at the. I mean, you can't be mad at the restaurant, but uh, at the same time, does the restaurant re? I mean, it's a brand new restaurant. Do they eat the cost? And I mean, at the end of the day, they got to eat a cost one way or another. Either a, they eat the cost and reprint all brand new takeout orders and and mail flyers or door hangers or. I don't know how you guys do things over there, but I know over here we get shit in the mail. They'll hang stuff on our doors, whatever the case may be, and they gotta hope that it eventually catches on the new the, the actual phone number, or do they try somehow to figure out a way to 
take over that line? Like, can they transfer that line to themselves and then give him a new line? But either way, it's going to be a cost thing that they're going to have to eat the cost. And they didn't do anything wrong. It was a simple mistake, but I would think as as a, a company, you should maybe figure out a way to make it right, one way or another. And, you know, float my man a, a gift card for the inconvenience. Let him get, uh, you know, 10, 15 meals on you guys because <laughs> you're blowing his phone up. And he's a new dad, so he's got a he's got a youngin in the house. Probably bothering the youngin every time his phone goes off. <laughs> Guy's missing calls from his family and friends because y'all blowing them up. Just make it, just make it right. I know you guys will. I imagine that the the Hanoi. Yum Yum Diner, or whatever it's called. <laughs> we'll figure out a way to make it right at the end of the day. I don't know why I said Hanoi. Uh, it was the first thing that popped into my fucking head. I don't even know if that's really Vietnamese. I think it is. Wasn't there something in Vietnam like the Hanoi Island, Hanoi? Hanoi Ham? Something. something, something. I don't know. I'm not even pronouncing it right. Because I'm fucking American. And I'm country as fuck. So deal with it. You already... My bad. <laughs> I apologize. Fuck <laughs> it. Words are hard. Well, coming up Wednesday night, I have some more news for you. I have a new top 10 for you guys Wednesday night as well. Uh, I'm not the biggest fan of this. Um, this this company, especially they're they're a music company, especially when they put their polls out and shit like that, because their polls are generally lopsided, very one sided, and don't make a whole lot of fucking sense. Not bad, mad at this one. It's actually fifty, but I, we're just going to do the top ten. We're just going to focus on the top ten. Uh, we've got more news for you guys. Hopefully, I'll have an update on that McKenzie bitch. Hopefully, she gets life. Call a spade a spade. She's a bitch. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> Hopefully, she gets life with no chance of, uh, of uh, early release because... I mean, you did it. What the fuck is wrong with you? The fuck is wrong with people, man? We talked about these motherfuckers using fentanyl. You know it's going to kill you. Making piss poor decisions with your life, driving a car into a wall at 100 miles an hour, killing your boyfriend and, 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 and a friend. Donald Trump got all his bullshit going on. Make you a top ten nonsensical episode. Hell yeah, Jeff Stuff's wife's number one. Good, <laughs> nice. I think uh, I think I deserve the number one spot. Jeff can have number two. He is number two. Not a shit. He's not shit. He's just number two. Like 
like an Austin Powers. You know, I'm the boss, and he's number two. Or in Star Trek, because you know Tony's a fucking nerd, and you have Captain Picard and number two. <laughs> You got a lot of work in hand. You got you got a. That's gonna be that's gonna, that's gonna take you some time. You got three hundred and two episodes to dive through. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you a I'll give you help. I'll give you a couple. You can figure out where you want to put them out. Jeff and I confessing our love for Ryan Reynolds. Hashtag fuck like uh, fuck Blake Lively, and the funeral episode. <laughs> Or we discuss what's going to happen at our funerals and uh, what we're going to do if one dies before the other. Those are definitely top 10 quality episodes. Yes, that's, I mean, that's just one of those things that Jeff will never live down because that was weird. Reach Around was good quality, too. First 50 episodes do have some really good stuff. We got some really good stuff um, throughout all of them. But those those first, when we were really finding our footing and figuring out what we were doing, it was just, you know, I try to do that now, but inconsistency is a, is a killer. I'm here consistently. You know, Jeff's here for the most part. You know, on, he's not going to be here on Mondays. We've already established that from Chump Street. For the most part, he's here on Wednesdays and Saturdays. Consist in inconsistency is 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 a killer. It's it's an absolute killer, and it's a and it's a and it's a mojo killer too. Especially especially when you go into an episode blindsided. Um, and not knowing if for me, if I, if I'm going to have co-host or not, and that's, that's, that's honestly a every week thing. So I try to plan as if I'm not going to, that's why the Glick show is currently on a back burner because I'm not doing multiple shows a week by myself. If I have sp specific topics that I want to cover or I want to talk about, I can do it right here. Uh, if the guys are here and, and I, and I still feel the need that I want to talk about something and, you know, the book show is only an hour, hour and a half at most, then I can jump in there and I can do a show randomly throughout the week or on the weekend. You know what I mean? I can, should do one Sunday morning, sit my fat ass on the couch. <laughs> So what you're saying is the show is dog shit now, and nobody and you and you don't like it, and you're a glutton for punishment. It's just here for some weird, sick, sadistic fantasy. Hey, I feel you, brother. Oh yeah. You know, hopefully, uh, you know, my man Connor will be joining us soon. I told him. Um, you know, as he discussed on the show, so I'm not putting any, I'm not putting anything out there that's not already known. He discussed on the show. We we talked about it. 
you know, he's going through some medical stuff. He's currently active duty. He's he's got to get that discharge, and uh, they're going to be moving back to Ohio, I think. Um, and I told him, I said, you worry about that stuff first. Get all that stuff out of the way. Get all that shit out of the way, and then, you know, we'll 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 lock it in more permanently. But I said, in the meantime, whenever you're available, just fucking hop in. I send him an invite every time. <laughs> After episode fifty, the last two hundred and fifty-two episodes have been absolute dog shit. So basically, what you're saying is where you're. We're your heroin or crack or meth. We're just not mixed with fentanyl. No fentanyl here. And I'm not saying that right. I know some jackass is going to be like, it's not fentanyl. It's fentanyl. I don't fucking care. <laughs> Fuck it. Burn this show to the ground. Drive this goddamn show into a wall at 100 miles an hour. Get it over with. Put it out of its misery. I mean, I could just fucking set it on fire and rebuild it. <laughs> at the end of the... <laughs> I'm hooked on the click. Go ahead and get that on camera. Smile for the camera click. Oh, I gotta figure out where my hands need to go. Bang! You see it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Mark is hooked on the glick. <laughs> you sure are welcome. Tune in Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays, 7 p.m. ish, to get your glick fix. <laughs> Mark's gonna make a reel. <laughs> Mike's Mark's gonna make an appearance on TikTok Reels and a YouTube short. <laughs> no, it's it's uh, it, it 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 makes it hard doing a show with a crew that's based all over the place and 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 yeah, I love Tony to death like don't get me wrong I love Tony D to death um he's just got his own personal stuff going on and I, I don't know hey. hey buddy love you I'll see you in the morning I don't know where we fall into that which I understand you guys to take care of your personal shit. But those things. Priorities. And his Really, somewhere else. But uh, 
Yeah, I think we do all right, not being in the same room, not being in the same area. You know, um, I imagine, see, and, and, and the downside would be if I had, if we were all in the same area, we would have to have different equipment. We would have to have uh, different setups. Um StreamYard would probably work still, like we had our own laptop and our, and we'd have to wear headphones so that we weren't necessarily canceling each other out, or we'd have to have a whole actual studio set up uh, or different cameras so that we could sit in a room and conversate and still be on screen to do a live. Yeah, it'd be, it, it would be, it, it could be done. I mean, I would figure it out. I figured everything else out with this podcast. So, you know, <laughs> I do everything else behind the scenes as it is without any help. So, you know, it could be done. It could be easily figured out. But streamer and credit you. My link? What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I don't have a link on StreamYard. But congratulations on the 10 bucks. <laughs> I know I had a link. Cool. Where's my 10 bucks, StreamYard? You some biscuits? <laughs> I'm paying you guys every month. How much you pay me? That's the other fun part, man. Give me, sh I get, I've caught shit because we have sponsors now, and comments have been thrown out there. Well, you're making money. Well, I've been coming out of pocket for two years on this podcast. Let me recoup my 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 losses, and we can all make money. At the end of the day. Uh, and, and I don't know what's going to happen with Jeff. And Jeff and I have had this conversation. Uh, you know, we've had this kind. We've kind of had this conversation on here. I don't know what's going to happen to Jeff. He's 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 moving to France. Uh, you know, you know the time difference. And uh, you know, it's 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 going to be two three o'clock in the morning over there when we start to show. So I don't know how hard that's going to be on Jeff. And I've told Jeff, I'm like, look, dude, if it's too hard and you can only want to, or, or if you only want to do Saturday nights, that's cool. You know, because, and he's like, oh, bro, I, I, you know, I don't actually, you know, because he works from home. I, I don't even start my day until 4 p.m. over here. So, you know, it's not going to be that big of a deal. It's not going to be that bad. And I'm like, all right, well, you know, we'll see. And if it does get to be too much, let me know. And if you only want to do Saturdays, then so be it. Or if it's too much and, you know, I don't want to lose Jeff. Jeff and I started this show together. We, we, you know, we created this show. Um but I also understand, man. I mean, you're six hours ahead of us or seven hours ahead of us, whatever the case may be. So if Wednesdays don't work, if it's too much, all right, if Saturdays work and you want to be here Saturday, all right, well, I'll figure it out. Figure out what to do, Mondays and Wednesdays. 
Um, Tony, I just don't know. I just don't know what's going on with Tony. <laughs> He's got a lot of shit going on. But that's why, you know, that's one of the reasons, you know, I want to introduce Connor and 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 Cam has shown interest on coming on the show. Uh, Cameron's done a bunch of shit behind the scenes the last couple of years. Shout out to Cam. And, uh, you know, he's shown interest on wanting to come on the show. No excuses, Jeff. You heard it there first. Go ahead and uh, timestamp this. 255.22. The only way I can get a screenshot and I can send it to Jeff. <laughs> No fucking excuses, Jeff, but no, like I said, you know, I would love to get Cam on here and get him comfortable on camera and, and behind the microphone. Uh, and then who, who, who knows what the future holds, but same in the game, man. It's, it's, it's a, it's an ever changing and a, and a, and a constantly growing, uh, growing thing. If you're not, if you're not, Growing as a show and, and willing to accept change as a show, then you're 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 destined for for to do, to fail at the end of the day. Um, sometimes people just run their courses, and yeah, as I thought, he's, I thought you guys at the same time. You know, sometimes people just run their course, and when it's time to go, it's time to go. It's one of those things. No big deal. It is what it is. But with that being said, <coughs> I don't feel like doing another live. Oh, where my oh, let's go on. It's gone. Boo-hoo, boo-hoo. I wonder if I still have it on my phone. Maybe I still have it on my phone. Let's see if I can do this without completely blowing everything up. Dun, 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 dun. We're going to wrap this bad boy up. But. Yeah. We got to shout out them sponsors. You know what I mean? We got to pay them bills. Whoa, shit. Whoa, shit. Whoa, shit. There it is. All right. Things might get a little hairy here. See how this goes. Turn that down. Um, home. Let's jump in here real quick. Hopefully, it doesn't get too bad. Things could get a little hairy. 
<laughs> I I don't know I don't know how far away you guys are going to be away from each other, but um, that might be a possibility. All right, let's not get. Here comes the crazy. I think I think I got it. Do this shit on the fly. Uploading, 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 uploading. Basically, what needs to be said about this show is <laughs> trying to uh oh god oh god trying to get this uh wait almost done almost done sweat the show of fuckery but yeah I'm not sure uh How far away he's going to be from you everything up here it sounds like everything in europe is literally like a hop skip and a jump a fucking way at the end of the day everything seems to be relatively close but With that being said, appreciate y'all listening. Appreciate you hanging out. Hopefully you enjoyed the show tonight. I was a one-man wrecking crew. It get a little heavy. Uh, my bad. <laughs> if you're not already, go ahead and check out um, social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Hang out with us live every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday on YouTube. 7, 7.15-ish. And if you can't join us live or you missed an episode, whatever the case may be, go ahead and listen to us anytime, any place on Zencaster and everywhere you listen to podcasts at all at Nonsense Will Nonsense Podcast. Give us a follow. Give us a listen. Give us a share. We greatly appreciate that. Brain saying 2 a but nothing. Credits where credits do. Just three hours have gone. It really has gone quick, man. I got to say, this has been the fastest solo three-hour show that I've ever done. Um, I feel good about it. 
I came in. I was ready to rock and roll, man. I knew I was going to be alone. I, I was ready to rock and roll. Uh, so I appreciate you hanging out with me. Brand saying nothing but a couple hours. Yeah, I mean, that's that's like from me to Cleveland. It's two, 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 two and a half hours, depending upon traffic. Not a bad job. Not a bad job. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Again, thank you guys for listening. We got a quick word from our sponsors. Much love to you, brother. Take care. Be safe out there. Quick word from our sponsors over at Blendjet, if you will. Face it. Shaker bottles suck. And your protein shakes always come out clumpy, and you look like an idiot using the thing. That's why I decided to ditch my shaker bottle for good and get myself a Blendjet 2 portable blender. It makes perfectly blended protein shakes in just 20 seconds. Blendjet 2 is portable, so you can blend up a smoothie at work, a protein shake at the gym, or even a margarita on the beach. And it's small enough to fit in a cup holder, but powerful enough to blast through tough ingredients like ice and frozen fruit with ease. Blendjet 2 is whisper quiet, so you can make your morning smoothie without waking up the whole house, and it lasts for 15-plus blends and recharges quickly via USB-C. Best of all, Blendjet 2 cleans itself. Just blend water with a drop of soap, and you're good to go. And with over 30-plus colors and patterns to choose from, there's a Blendjet 2 to complement just about any style. Like my fiance, she was feeling a little nostalgic, and she went with the Lisa Frank rainbow leopard print one. She said it took her back to her days of having trapper keepers and folders in junior high, and she couldn't be more happier with it. What are you waiting for? Go to blendjet.com and grab yours today. And be sure to use promo code words are hard. Get 12% off of your order and free two-day shipping. No other portable blender on the market comes close to the quality, power, and innovation of the Blendjet 2. They'll get, they guarantee you'll love it or your money back. Blend anytime, anywhere with the Blendjet 2 portable blender. Go to Blendjet.com, use code WORDSAREHARD, and get 12% off of your order. And free day to shipping. Shop today and get the best deal ever. Yeah, you heard the man. Head on over to blendjet.com. Use our promo code words are hard. Get 12% off your order and two-day free shipping. And with that being said, last song of the night, keeping it up. Ladies and the 80s. With uh, Cliver Morales. Morales? With his cover of Starship's Sarah.
Not a bad cover, if I do say so myself. <laughs> nah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, appreciate y'all listening. See you Wednesday night with a brand new episode. Jeff and I will be here hanging out, doing what we do, shooting the shit, conversating back and forth. Until then, be good. Be good at it. And remember, when in doubt, when in doubt, remember, W-W-N-N-D. Goodbye, motherfuckers. Hit the button, click.